We're now going to hear from Yannette Lani around a Sierra update. So I guess it might be an interesting start to, to, for people to indicate how many Sierras we have in the room. A, a, small, a small proportion <laughs> of, of, of the audience. Okay, we'll try to convince the rest. Yeah. So Yannette so is a senior lecturer at the Center for Business Maths and Informatics at the Northwest University. She chairs the Global Sierra Review Panel and serves as course leader for ASSA C100 Applied ERM course. And she's always trying to persuade risk practitioners to take the exam and get the qualification. But she'll share more with you about that now. Okay, thanks Judy. Um, thanks very much. Good morning everyone. Um, thanks Judy for affording me 15 minutes, not 30, as indicated on the program. <laughs> A quick 15 minutes just to share with you an update on actuarial ERM education uh, globally and also uh, locally. Um, so just a zero update for this year. Um, so we've just reached 4,500 global zero designation holders. Uh, globally, that's the last number at the end of July 2018. Um, but um, it's important to take note that the Zero Global Association is actually an association of associations, so they do not award the designation, uh, but they do accredit other member associations to award the designation to their qualifying members. So from humble beginnings in 29, uh, when 13 associations signed this uh, Global Zero Treaty, it has grown to 27 member associations, and of that 20 are award signatories, i.e. are accredited to actually award the CERA designation. Um, so the CERA uh, Global Association's target is still 10% of all fully qualified actuaries for all member associations to actually attain the CERA um, the designation. So I'll just give you an indication of how CERAs are um, distributed around the world, you'll see that um, the SOA, the Society of Actuaries in, in the U.S. still has uh, more than 50% of all CIRAs uh, qualified through them. Obviously, they don't all work in, in North America. Some of them working in Brazil, South America, and then uh, quite a lot of them in, in uh, East Asia. Um, the UK, almost 800, so almost 20% of all CIRAs. And then Australia is, has really seen some growth the last few years. Um, in South Africa, only 113, a few of you are here. Uh, still lagging a bit behind, but definitely growing. If you can see from this graph, the growth in the number of CIRA qualifiers uh, per year, and then the aggregate number of, of, of CIRA designation holders in South Africa. Uh, it's gone a bit down, but it's just year to date for 2018. We have another 15 members that will probably get the designation later this year, having just completed the C100 course. Um, so we're currently at 113 and hopefully quite a few pipeline series, as can be seen from the, the popularity, the F106 uh, exam is actually gaining um, under the ASSA students. Um, so you'll see that uh, in 2013, it's, uh, the red line is the F106 exam that's needed for the CIRA designation. In uh, 2013, it superseded um, F104. Uh, but it's now actually superseded also F105, the invest finance and investments uh, exam, and it's challenging the F103, no, it's superseded F103, the general insurance exam, and it's challenging the F105 
finance and investment in SAM. So we we're hoping for, for even more growth. Obviously, F102 still enjoying quite a lot of popularity, probably uh, understandable within the context of, of the employment situation um, in South Africa. So um, these students will uh, represent a, a, a large number of pipeline series that will qualify as series as soon as they achieve fully qualified uh, status with, with ASTA. Okay, so that, that's just an update on the numbers, the growth in popularity of the exam. Uh, and then I just want to share with you um, maybe some updates regarding the, the syllabus, uh, the global serious syllabus, and then also uh, serious education in, in South Africa. Judy asked that if I could, I should keep it to less than 15 minutes, and I'm happy to oblige. Um, so on the syllabus development front, um, the Sierra Global Association has just started a process to actually review the global Sierra syllabus. Uh, the syllabus was first approved in 2009 when the treaty was signed and has since only undergone one light touch uh, review. They're looking at a more comprehensive review this time and, and, and the aim is to really ensure that the syllabus represents best contemporary practice in enterprise risk management. Um, it will also take into account and allow for recent improvements to the IAA education syllabus. But very importantly, the, the, the aim and the focus will very much be on uh, giving more emphasis to emerging risk and being fit for purpose, um, always constantly forward-looking. Um, and, and then the syllabus will aim, will try to, to address the question, how does enterprise risk management affect or drive organizational strategy, uh, which is very core to, to the syllabus. And then also the syllabus uh, should make it clear that ERM is not limited to financial enterprises, so the aim will be to support the widening of, of actuarial practice. I think in South Africa we, we're quite um, privileged to, to see that happening, but in Europe where, where Sierra has quite a foothold, uh, that, that has happen to a much more limited extent. So the, the, the syllabus will actually aim to, to address that. Okay, and then here locally in, in South Africa, um, ASA, the Actuarial Society, is still making use of the UK ST9 exam uh, for our F106 exam. Um, but we're not unique in the situation. There are several other associations making use of this ST9 exam, most notably the Australians. Uh, and as you can remember from my second slide, which has more than 400 zero qualifiers already. Um, also, um, the CAS in the, the US, the, the, the CAS Actuarial Society, and then um, also Japan in, in the Far East. That one is actually translated to, to Japanese. Uh, but as with all uh, member associations that um, make use of the ST9 exam, we have our own two-day seminar, the C100 course. At the moment, this is not formally assessed. That might change in the future, but that is an additional requirement of getting the CIRA designation. So students can still take the F106 slash ST9 exam to attain fellowship status without attending um, the C100 course, uh, but for getting the CIRA designation, they have to attend the, the C100 course. Um, so I don't know how many of you know, most of you have probably don't have to worry about this, um, but uh, a new 
curriculum is coming into play. I saw a, a, an email going out yesterday, maybe for the employers of actuarial students. It's just important to take notice of. Uh, and this is in response to the IAA changes. Um, so some of that machine learning mentioned by our previous speaker, that's also actually coming into the actuarial curriculum, which I think is a very um, positive move. Um, and also what will happen is some of the technical content uh, that's currently covered by the ST9 course will move to earlier, um, to, to earlier subjects, the, the, C, the, the technical subjects, uh, which hopefully will make the ST9 exam even more attractive to already qualified actuaries. Um, so examples of those are um, extreme value theory and, and copulates, which is quite daunting for anyone who hasn't done stats for a few years. <laughs> okay, and then I don't know if any of you are uh, aware of a strategic review of fellowship qualification currently um, ongoing with ASA, um, looking at a, a more strategic, uh, well, looking forward and, and strategically reviewing the fellowship qualification. So those are, it, it's still fairly early days, but some of the options that's on the table at the moment um, are to, to actually localize the zero pathway, so have our own zero pathway, not making use of the ST9 exam, um, and then also the possibility of incorporating enterprise risk management into our earlier subjects at associate um, level, but that's still under the discussion, and if you have any inputs on that, um, I think the Actuarial Society would really welcome your views on the fellowship qualification and where does enterprise risk management actually fit into um, a new fellows toolkit. Um, there, there was a fellowship survey that was sent out, but I think that has, is now closed, but ASA still welcomes any input from their fellow members. Um, and that's pretty much all from me. Uh, I'll happily take any questions, except on technical <laughs> stuff from the syllabus, if there is time and if there's any need for questions. Okay. Happy to give over to the, the, panel. the panel, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Judy, and thanks for your time.